This week we're going to finish off our Christmas episode part two, Christmas with Fred and Rose West. <laughs> it's not a Christmas you'd want, oh, no. <laughs> and we've sat through two parts of it and talked about it, so yeah. yeah. So if you managed to get through the first one, welcome back. Welcome back. Some of you have. Let's do the top cities. Los Angeles, California, Guadalajara in Spain, Kelowana, Canada, San Jose, California, San Francisco, California, New York. Itself, New York City, Quatif, Saudi Arabia, I fear for your life, my friend. Because <laughs> you've listened to us. I fear for your sanity. <laughs> I hope you're doing that through a fucking anonymous server, because we're pretty good jihad against us. <laughs> North Shields, we're not racists, just, you know, we're not very politically correct. Adamstown, Australia, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Dublin, Ireland, Ashburn, Virginia, Scott City, Missouri, Port of Gaville, Missouri, we're into the top ten. Telford, creeping back in our hometown. Preora, Illinois. Am I right? Yes, yeah. fantastic. Clifton, New Jersey, brand new one. Welcome to you. Orlando, Florida. Little Rock, Arkansas. You're back. And Shady Nasty. You set your back top. Yeah. Shady Nasty, New York. Welcome back. Thank you very much. Thank you indeed. Let's do some weird news before we cut into the main thrust of today's topic. This is going to take about 20 minutes, half an hour, and, uh, you know, it's some weird shit we found on the net this week, or maybe trigger somebody, who knows? Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. So, uh, what we got mm-hmm. first... This is why I, I, I saw this the headline and thought, yeah, this is amazing. So, psychic taxi driver denies stalking after teen says he knew too much. Okay. A psychic taxi driver has insisted he's no stalker after a teenage girl complained he knew too much about her. Tony Cole, 60, is well known around Teesside, that's in Newcastle in the UK, for offering readings to his customers. But the Ornsby dad of six has found himself in hot water with the Middlesbrough Council's licensing authority after a complaint. Can I just say that I don't think Teesside is in Newcastle. That's oh, in Middlesbrough. That's Tyneside. Oh, yeah. It's in Middlesbrough. <laughs> oh, I'm just really pissed off any Geordies at this point. North Shields listening. He's gone. <laughs> is that up there as well? North Shields. Oh, my, my apologies to you, anonymous North Shields listener. College student was said to be so distressed after the borough car's driver dropped her up she reported her concerns to a teacher. Mr. Coles, he told the girl, thought to be in her late teens, about how she got dressed that morning on the journey, but knew it was through his psychic abilities. Right now, the tale gets a little bit darker as we go down. I picked a customer up, and I must have been telling them stuff. I have scared the life out of them, and they've gone into the college crying. The teacher said I must have been stalking her. 
The teacher said, oh my God, he must have been in your bedroom. <laughs> Mr. Cole said he knew what the teenager had done that morning through his psychic abilities and he'll regularly tell 10 people stuff every day in the car. Now, while he openly admits he's been in prison four or five times, Mr. Cole insists he's no stalker and most of his passages enjoy it when he gives them readings. He's just a rapist. Do you think that... <laughs> it doesn't say in the article, sadly, what he's been in prison for. No. But he's been there four or five times. Fraud, probably. <laughs> well, he's a psychic, so... I mean, yeah. <laughs> Mate, do you think he's... Oh, I'll give you a reading on the sly. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Either way... Maybe it's like a I really think he good... was stalking her. I think he was looking... I think what he does is he... Goes to the job a bit early because it's all pre-booked. He's got the address, mm. and he'll park up maybe somewhere, and he'll have a little look through his binoculars. Yeah, or maybe he's a very good Sherlock Holmes. He's like, I bet you had a cup of coffee this morning. You can sense it on her breath. Oh uh, yeah. Did you think it yourself? Well, <laughs> 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 Smell the fish in the air. Oh, fucking hell, Mike. <laughs> How old are you? Smell <laughs> my fingers. Um, no, you sniff your fingers. Could it not also be? Do you not think? I think if he did that, that would definitely be... <laughs> well, because he knows it's already happened. <laughs> it's the way readings work, though. It's not exactly fucking a shot in the dark to say to a young girl, I think you put some clothes on. No, he was telling you exactly sure. what she was wearing, probably down to the colour do of underwear. We don't know that for a fact. It hinted at it in the article. We don't know that for a fact. He says, I told her that when she got out of bed, she put some clothes on, decided she didn't want them on, and she swapped her clothes. It's pretty much what every female does. Yes, this is a bit of a sweeping sexist comment, but I fucking... I go through this with Leona every time we leave the fucking house. All right. Yes, that's fine. So Why what you're saying about it? this, is he psychic? No, of course you know. That's how readings work, isn't it? I told you I had that reading done. He got it completely wrong. Well, because it's just throwing them out there, isn't it? And for the few that where you get it right, it's bollocks. Yeah, Fuck well... Him. Well, apparently, he uh, woke up on his 40th birthday hearing voices. He's been practising spiritualism ever since. And he calls himself the chubby brown of spiritualism. Isn't that wow. schizophrenia he's described? Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why he's been in prison. Maybe. Maybe he's a rapist. Who knows? Well, there you go. Psychic taxi driver. Who we got next? Neil Shipley, sentenced for public masturbation. Do you know the name? I don't know, but a lot of our listeners won't know the name. Neil Shipley used to play Premier League football back in the 90s. Nottingham uh, Forest? Nottingham no, no. Forest player, and Ozzy Mike is a Nottingham Forest fan. Wow. And I remember him from the Prem. Gaz, you're not so much into football, but you may yeah. have heard the name. Okay. Ex-Crystal Palace star Neil Shipperley, 45, exposed his genitals from inside his van in Hillingdon, West London. It's always the van drivers giving us a bad name. <laughs> Fred West had a van. An ice cream van. Oh dear. He's in front of a mother and a 16-year-old daughter. The mother said she was disgusted by the sight. Oh dear. Of Neil Shipperley's shriveled penis. Shipperley must complete 20 days of rehabilitation as part of the order. A 12-month community order given at Uxbridge Magistrates Court. Prosecutor Sean Sethi told the court Shipperley had driven his van up to the victims, winding down his window and stopping the vehicle. I should hope he's going to stop if he's going to his knob out. <laughs> Mr Sethi said the pair had turned to thank Shipperley for letting them cross the road, but then they noticed he was holding his penis in his hand <laughs> and staring directly at them. Fuck it out. 
That's what he's planned this. He's been, I think he's just driving around yeah. with no trousers on. Mm. Some people may see flashes as pests or a nuisance to society. My view of Neil Shipley is a predator. His aim was to intimidate us, to violate us, to shock us and to scare us. Yeah, it's not on. Was that an owl I just fucking heard then? <laughs> I heard something, I heard Did some you? bird call. Yeah. Yeah, Neil Shipley, pervert. Who'd have thunk it? But then again, he could be going through massive depression because he hasn't got the money he used to have in his footballing days. Could be. He's got very fat. He has got very But they all do. Look at Big Nev. Neville he was Central. fat anyway. Well, he was fat. <laughs> even fatter then. Yeah. Yeah. The best fat keeper in the world. Oh, he was the best in the world at the time. He's a fucking Labour activist now, isn't he? He is, yeah. He actually said on the election day that he'd give all his football I career saw that up tweet. just to have a Labour government in, have a Corbyn government in. Sadly. How tragic. Looks like he's keeping their medals. Yeah. <sighs> Good on you, Neville. Yeah, but yeah, I like how sometimes the mighty fall. Guys. Yeah, he wasn't that fucking mighty. He played for Crystal fucking Palace. <laughs> In the prem. Oh. a bit of money. And, money. and he fucking, oh yeah, he had so much money that he's now driving around a fucking van looking he's for our jobs. Really posh man. You know, didn't say it he says he's word. got debts. It said, uh, right. it said I, he had debts. Well, I think he's Gambling he's... issues, I'm sure it said. Uh, Where was it? Gambling problems and debts. Death of his father as well, so we can't really judge him. He might be going through a bad time, but still, still, he shouldn't be doing that. Oh no, I'm not. Uh, I'm saying he should. Uh, I think personally, he was thinking mother-daughter uh, combo. Hey, I'm Neil Shipley. Look at this. It's quite too rapey, fucking articles you give us so far, Ben. That's fitting with the theme of the show. Isn't it? It's the third one quite rapey as well. No, it's one to trigger gas. It's fitting in with the Fred West style of the show. It's, he was a bit rapey, wasn't he? Let's face it. A self-driving truck delivered butter from California to Pennsylvania in three days. Yeah. A Silicon Valley startup has completed what appears to be the first commercial freight cross-country trip by an autonomous truck, which finished a 2,800-mile run from Tulare, California to Quakertown, Pennsylvania for Lando Lakes in under three days. The trip was smooth like butter. Forty thousand pounds of it. Oh, forty thousand pounds of butter. Plus AI, a three-year-old company in Cupertino. 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 Announced the milestone Tuesday. A safety driver was aboard the autonomous semi, ready to take the wheel if needed, along with a safety engineer who observed how things were going. We wanted to demonstrate the safety, reliability and maturity of our overall system, said Sean Kerrigan, co-founder and chief operating officer of the company, in an interview Monday. The company's system uses camera, radar and LIDAR, which is laser-based technology to help vehicles determine distance and handle the different terrains and weather conditions such as rain and low visibility well, he said. The truck, which travelled on interstates 15 and 70, right before Thanksgiving, had to take scheduled breaks but drove mostly autonomously. There were zero, quote, disengagements, or times the self-driving system had to be suspended because of a problem, Kerrigan said. Plus, AI has been running freight every week for about a year. It's COO said. A C isn't it a CEO? No, a uh, Chief Operating Officer. Oh, That's that me. dude who was speaking earlier. 
It's the first trip and he's to... Uh, Cross-country trip. To be able to address this peak demand with a fuel and cost-effective freight transport solution will be tremendously valuable to our businesses. They're going to pay a driver soon, have they? The Buttermaker's yeah. Chief Supply Officer in a statement. This is a really fucking boring story. I know, but it's just... Uh, that's it, really. It's uh, a few years' time. Self-driving trucks are going to be delivering goods regularly across the nation's highways. I can believe it. I've had this rant about 20 times, so... Yeah. So? Well, just out there. Great. Good for plus AI. <laughs> yeah, alright then. I was hoping for more. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> We've had it before, but it's like to throw it back in there again. Yeah, I'm not going to do the same old, you know how I feel about this. I've made it pretty clear. Yeah, actually, I, I find it just interesting we're up to the point where they're driving across the United States now. I mean, I agree with you to a point because you're still going to have to have someone to unload shit. It'll be a long time before they're doing the M25. I suppose so. And Spaghetti Junction. Oof. We do have some awful roundabouts. Mm. Well, okay. That's weird news. You have to try harder to trigger me than that, I'm afraid. We'll get it somewhere. Oh, yeah, I'm very easily triggered, but I've done that one. I can't manufacture rage (laughs) for that one. It's America, they've got like. 200 mile long straight highways it's built for that kind of thing it'll work like a charm over there yeah but it's we a, live on a fucking island where the roads were built like a fucking anthill yeah they never S- kept it in roman roads squirrely little it'll be i think it'll take them a little longer over here anyway what's next oh that was it isn't it yep that is it so uh, we'll just take a quick break all right, so let's carry on with the West. We'll regress a little bit backwards just to give the, the build up to it. So in September 1972, the West led their eight-year-old daughter, Anna Marie, to the cellar at 25 Cromwell Street. She was stripped, bound and gagged before Fred raped her with Rose's active encouragement. After the rape, Rose explained to the child, everybody does it, it's a father's job, don't worry and don't say anything to anybody. From the age of 13, they forced Anne-Marie to prostitute herself to lodgers, telling them she was 16. Fuck. Poor punters. Well, actually, no, because 16 is still not right, is it, in this country? Mm. Or is it? It's legal. Oh. It is legal, but you sort of... You look at her and go, she ain't 16, wouldn't you? But then her mum stands there and goes, she's 16. Yeah. It's one of them. Yeah. I'm of the age now where, like, I see somebody walking down the street and they could honestly be 13 or 21. I know what you're saying. And I'm going to fucking clue. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, they all dress the same, they look the same. It's like, pff, I don't know, the young just... Uh, there's a certain... Look me, guys, you're 36! Yeah, nah, honestly, man, they like, 20s and teens, they all just blur into one big mass that I can't, like, differentiate. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> the horrible thought that I'm 37 in March, I was like, shit, Morty's rapidly approaching. Leona keeps having a She says I talk like I'm 70. <laughs> <laughs> I <didn't laughs> do, but... The gabbing. <laughs> the gabbing. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> this is why you lost the fucking election. <laughs> With your fascist, fascistic labelling. Yeah, it's fun. I hate young people. <laughs> I've labelled them 
But yeah, anyway. Yeah. So they told him that she was 16 yeah. and she was 13. Yeah, it was pimping. Fred was probably watching. He had hidey holes and all the in the rooms. Like yeah, certainly in Rose's room, which was the one they probably used. Uh, yeah, all the hidey holes set oh, up so we could have a look. October not of nineteen seventy two, the West hired Carolyn Owen, who was seventeen as their children's nanny. Literally met her hitchhiking as most of these people are met up. They're thumbing for a lift, mm. they're hitchhiking, they're walking Oh yeah, we'll give you a lift. And they go, Oh Do you fancy working as our nanny? We'll pay you and you can live in our live in our house. And, oh okay. Because it's usually sometimes if they're hitchhiking they're running away. Yeah. Fred talked to her constantly about sex. She's a pretty 17-year-old girl. And, of course, Fred wants to bang her. But eh, it's a bit... Mm, can he just do it? Is he going to be thrown out by Rose? Maybe it's just better if both of them get in on it. Thrown out by Rose. <laughs> Raping our eight-year-old is fine. Hmm. You fucking shagged that bird, though. You right? never fucking know, though, do you? Yeah, it's true. that power dynamic. And... Mm. Which we'll talk about at the end, um, because there definitely is a weird one with these two. There's, I don't think there's a dominant character in this. So Fred then decides to tell her that he is a skilled abortionist, literally a backstreet abortionist. Fucking he's hell. so skilled abortionist. And, and he offered his services should she need them, and there is some suggestion that he was actually a backstreet abortionist. Does How it did that a conversation come up? He just decided to come in and tell her. He talked to her constantly about sex. And should she need him, he'll, he'll offer his services for nothing because he's a kind, considerate landlord. Should he get knocked up? Yeah. I'll be there with the coat hanger. Don't go to the doctors. But what he's really saying what is... What he also then... No, what, what he's really saying is, like, after I knock you up, what we'll do is... Yeah. Well... He's absolutely saying, but he's saying that he's so good at this job, right, that the women would offer him their sexual services as a reward. He says that to her. Hopefully not straight after. Please not straight after. I don't know, but they certainly do offer him, he claims they offer a reward. He claims a lot of fucking now, things. Yeah. Now, fed up of his constant over-sexual advances, she left uh, on the 6th of December... 1972, but they knew she'd be hitchhiking home. Sure, that means of transport. They probably haven't paid her. He's been giving her fucking food and board, haven't they? They tracked her down. And they tracked her down. Oh, fuck. It's they, horrible. And they're like, oh, come on. on. Yeah, come on, come back. I'll, I'll, I'll behave. Everything will be fine. She was lured in the car, knocked out, gagged and bound, and groped by Rose and molested. And then at the house, she was subjected to prolonged sexual abuse from both Fred and Rose, including the lashing of her genitals with a leather belt. Fuck. Uh, that was Rose as well. I think both of them participated, but Rose certainly got a kick out of the more sadistic side of things. Sick fucks. Now, not surprisingly, they asked her if she wanted to return to her work, and she said, yeah, because if someone's just beating your genitals with a leather belt... You'll pretty much do whatever they fucking ask you to, let's face it. And Fred also tells her that he's killed hundreds of young girls. So, hey, how about, we've just done this to you. I've killed hundreds. Fancy a job back? Don't say anything, eh? Well... Maybe they did genuinely like it. Maybe she was good with the kids. There was something why this young woman was spared. Mm. Because she wasn't killed. Mm. 
Maybe this couldn't be asked that day. She actually escaped when she went to the laundrette with Rose to aid with the uh, the laundry. This is a time when so, 72 laundrettes were sort of thing in this country. You didn't have a washing machine at home. You went down the high street, went to the place all the washing machines are. Still one in Dorley, isn't still it? Still one in Dorley. I was going to say, yeah, it still is a thing for quite a lot of people. Yep, she agreed to go with her, and then she saw a chance to escape, and she did. They just did a runner at the laundrette, and just went. Because Fella dropped him off, Rose at Rose doesn't drive. Mm -hmm. She eventually confided to her mother what had happened, and the mother immediately called the police. In January 1973, they were arrested and charged. However, Caroline couldn't bring herself to testify, and the sexual abuse charges were dropped. The West pleaded guilty to abuse <coughs> of assault and an actual bodily harm charge. They paid £50 each as a fine and walked free. You see, the no smoke without fire part of the British justice mm. system here is failing it miserably. It certainly is. Because, and remember, their kids have been in hospital 30 times in the space of so many years with broken bones and and no, well, no one's, one's flagging this. Track. No one's keeping track no at all. No gives a shit. The murders themselves, the first one was a girl called Linda Goff and she was murdered in Conroe Street after lodging there. Her body was dismembered. Though missing were um, cervical vertebrae, five cervical vertebrae, their fingers and toes. Uh, the remains were buried in the garage. Five victims were killed and buried in a cellar between November 1973 and April 1975. Most of them hitchhikers, young girls lodging, anyone who was vulnerable and didn't have mm, it was on the run, it, basically. It's poor, vulnerable people, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Over the following 17 months, four further victims between the ages of 15 and 21 suffered a similar fate, though the condition of the body suggests these victims were likely subjected to even greater abuses. One mother found out where her daughter had been staying, tracked her down, and Rose, they thought she could have been killed, Rose answered the door wearing her clothes, wearing the daughter's clothes, and then proceeded to tell her, yeah, she stayed here for a few months, but... She left, and where she went, left her stuff, she did one. No one followed it up. Hmm. I mean, if the person who your daughter, a 16-year-old daughter, has been lodging at their house, and they turn up to the door wearing your daughter's clothes, surely something's got her. I mean, she, what's happened to her then? Well, she just did one, she just left her stuff and did one. You know, where the fuck she... What can you do, yeah, though? If you said that's the police, are they going to investigate a bit? I mean, she's wearing her fucking clothes. But you've got to remember, it's 1972, they can't check the CCTV. They can, all they can true. really do is go knock doors, isn't it? Mm. Without just cause, you know, you know, she's wearing her clothes, or she, must, she could have left. They couldn't have gone... We, we 72, she's could gone. They, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't have even been able to check DNA, but they don't do all that without a body... That's it's it. just a missing mm. missing person. Mm. If, it's, mm. if she's if the landlady says, "Oh yeah, she left without paying me any rent," mm. just did one, left her stuff, so I started wearing her clothes in lieu of the rent. I've took her stuff. That's it. End of the trail. End you can either trail. go down the bus station. Does anyone have seen a girl like this? Yeah. Show the picture around. Yeah. That's it. It's basically That's old fashioned. That doesn't does it get anywhere? Yeah. Unless something really breaks it open. Unless you get incredibly lucky, I guess. Sadly, in this case. It didn't. They might have been protected. And they were mostly buried in the yeah, cellar, yeah. in the basement of the house. And this is a big house, remember. It's got three storeys. It goes quite a bit back. 
they're lodging out the top two and three floors. They live in the in the bottom floor of the family. Mm. Now in 1975, Fred concreted over the, the basement floor. <laughs> Give it a new flesh layer, maybe he was gonna smell a bit down there. Because it was their sex dungeon, remember, effectively. Oh, but it stank down there. <laughs> oh, you better close the door, keep the stank in. <sighs> exactly. I mean, it must have fucking honked. He then turned it into a bedroom for his oldest children. Mm. The bodies underneath. The bodies yeah. underneath. Yeah. Just been concrete over again. Mm. Lovely. Yeah. He and his wife are not known to have killed again until May 1978, and another in 1975, which was also a 16-year-old girl on the run called Alison Chambers. So again, picking up these young girls at the side of the road. Mm. Oh, what's your story, love? Oh, I'm running away from home. Oh, right, okay. Mm. Of course, it was the 70s back then. So is it a more innocent age in Britain? Let's face it. But, yeah. I mean, if, if what we're led to believe is true from our media, which is mostly bollocks, let's face it, you, if you read the Sun and the Daily Mail every day, you'd be you'd be honestly convinced there's a pedo on every street, or a Muslim, or, well, or a pedo <laughs> Muslim, yeah, or a pedo Muslim, uh, danger dog, mm. yeah, that's coming to the country illegally. Pedo Muslim AIDS infected pitbull danger dog, yeah, and those killer Watch bees, those Africanized bees that are strumming yeah. here and never do. Very aggressive. But if that was nowadays, this pair might have got picked up a little bit more. But it's the 70s, it's, there wasn't a pedo on every street. This stuff wasn't talked about, it never made them. Unless it was a, unless the body was found, there was, there was a, a manhunt launched. Profile murderers, weren't there? There was, but Dennis Nielsen in the 70s, a can, he was a cannibal as well as a serial murderer. Didn't you have um, Myra Hindley in that? Myra Hindley and Ian, but, but again, they were, they were caught, because they're sloppy, mm. These, they aren't getting sloppy. They're, they're not travelling out to bury the bodies, they're doing it at home. Peter Sutcliffe. Peter Sutcliffe. Yeah, he was a 70s Yorkshire Ripper, yeah. So after this, in 1978, and they murdered, sorry, 1979, when they murdered their last stranger, alleged, allegedly killed their last stranger, I firmly don't believe they do, Heather and Mae West, the daughters, became the focus of their father's attention, and he would say to them, I made you, I can do what I like with you. Do you want to do that in the accent, girl? <laughs> I made you, I can do what I like with you. He would often refer to his intentions to impregnate one of his daughters. Because I love flipper babies! <laughs> <laughs> You've been watching Paradise PD, haven't you? I haven't. Wouldn't you? What's a flipper baby? Oh, it's um, basically there was one dolphin in the town, and because it's really inbred, oh. people decided to fuck the dolphin. Oh, no. And you end up with this, like, underground tribe of people with dolphin hands, oh, no. flippers for hands. They don't start out some kind of organised crime syndicate, but they can't fire, they can't hold a gun. Oh, can't just, pull a trigger, that's the problem. I just literally thought of Fred's <laughs> desire was because he, like... Not dolphins. No, they <laughs> webbed feet in the I love inbred. a dolphin. No, inbreds have webbed feet. They do. Flippers. Yeah. There's a place in Highley in Shropshire, they're great swimmers. <laughs> Brosley as well. And they must have yeah. got six fingers on play the bungee. Yeah. <laughs> if you chuck them a piece of bread, they'll go after it. Ding 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 ding. You sure got a pretty mouth. <laughs> Stephen oh, West, the, terrific. the oldest <laughs> son. It is, yeah, it is. It's fucking terrible. I will make you squeal like a pig. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just harrowing. Let's face it. Fuck. There's a 
Christmas movie for us. <laughs> Deliverance. Deliverance. That would fit in with the theme. Hmm. Interesting. Can't we do, we're going to do a Burt Reynolds. Can't we do like Smokey and the Bandit? Nope, something? Deliverance. Why are we starting with Deliverance? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Stephen West, the um, the oldest son of the, the couple, was told that by age 17 he would have to have sex with his mother. Fortunately for him, he managed to get out when he was 16. <laughs> he did one. Don't blame him. <laughs> so, you know I mean? Now listen here, lad. You're 16 now, which means you're going to have to fuck your mother. What? Everybody does it, son. I don't think they do, Dad. They fucking do. <laughs> no, honestly, my mate John, like, I, I, I honestly don't think he shouts his mother. He fucking does, right? Yeah. Or he's a fucking nonce. That could be it, yeah. That's it. Fucking hell. I mean, you don't know where these conversations go. I mean, the children have never really... So, so then imagine, detail. what's the kid's name? Stephen. Stephen. So Stephen's like... If he goes and chats to somebody at school or college or something, he's like, here, Paul. <laughs> Johnny, whatever. Here. You ever fucked your mum? <laughs> because your dad said if you didn't, he'd cave your head in with a shovel. Because <laughs> you're a nonce. <laughs> no, I haven't, mate, no. I don't think my parents are quite right. <laughs> well, yeah. But also I, remember, one of the house rules is you don't talk about what goes on inside this What house. happens in West Club what stays in West Club. Exactly. Right? What, happens, what happens at 53 Cornwall Street stays in 53 Cromwell Street. Uh, until someone comes round with a pneumatic drill. <laughs> sure, police turbo, yeah. Now, Fuck. Heather West was in school at the time, and after PE class, um, various welts and bruises were observed on her body. Was it in shorts and T-shirt, mm. or they're undressing, the teachers are... Getting sloppy. Yeah. She attempted to excuse the marks, but did later confide to a friend what was happening. Also telling her friend, the rumours about Rosie's sex life were absolutely true, namely the fact that she was prostituting herself. Uh, it was time to get around at school. Mm. Hey, you want a prosy? Go mm. around and see Heather West's mum. Yeah. You know, it's time to get out, so, but she then confirms that that's true. Mm. And she left school in 86, and she tried desperately to move away from home, get a job. She's 16, mm. I want to get out of here, I've got to get a job. She applied for jobs all over the place. The one she really wanted was as a holiday camp in Torquay. Just far away from these fuckers you can get. Uh, 40 towers. <laughs> yeah, I did think that. But she got rejected and she basically spent the evening crying in her room. Oh, um, and when her siblings returned home from school that day, they were told that Heather had got the job and left home. Rose also told neighbours that she'd run away. Also that she was a lesbian and Rose had given her 600 quid to get out of the house and go because it was a, because it was bringing shame on the family. Fucking hell, imagine these nuts as your neighbours, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it. In the years following Heather's disappearance, Fred liked to joke that if the children misbehaved, oh, yeah. they'd end up like Heather My, under the patio. How, that was the family yeah, joke. How dark's that? The kids, the kids said in uh, interviews with the police later on that there was a family joke. The family joke. You'll end up under the patio like Heather. Go and clean your clean room. Clean your room, yeah. eat your vegetables. You'll end up under the patio like your weather. 
Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even. Uh, <laughs> Aren't yeah. we fun? Yeah. Don't we have fun together? You, you know when Dad says about under. Is Heather really under the patio? I don't know. How can you find out? Who the fuck's Heather? <laughs> <laughs> well, Stephen helped to bury one of the bodies. Oh, fuck. He was made to help. Bury Hello, sister. darkness, my old friend. Wasn't his sister was under the body? Uh, Heather's disappearance. Fred and Rose constantly changing stories, i.e. lesbian, she ran away, she got the job, because immediately, oh, she, she got the job, it's alright then, where was it? Oh, this hotel, they go there, never heard of her, we rejected her, you know what I mean? Oh, oh, well, she was, what it was really is that she ran away, oh, we've had no record of anyone seeing it. She's a bloody dyke, alright? <laughs> She's a lesbian, alright? <laughs> yes, exactly, and the 1970s... <laughs> For 1974 Britain, this that would have been the perfect acceptable way to say mm. that. I gave her 600 quid and told her to fuck off. But shame on the family. This is the 70s. That's how people yeah. thought. You know, we, we can't not mention it. It's I mean, for fuck's sake, our parents, some of our parents have the same attitudes. Mm. You know, it's, it's just political correctness was not a thing back then. You can't come back here with a darky. Well, Rose did. What oh, the yeah. fucking time she looked Yeah, for it. money. <laughs> and for Fred's pleasure. And for Fred's pleasure. As he looked through the peepholes. Mm. This, so this stuff's starting to build so that because her disappearance and the changing stories, plus their allusions to foul play, as they'd been into all a bit before, mm. ultimately did lead to police inquiries. But in 92, this is where they get their comeuppance. Yeah. I wouldn't cheer too much. Well, come up and... Yeah, but it's not... This isn't how it... It's not great how it comes about. Oh, right. Um, Fred calls his daughter, Louise, to his room. Oh. And later on, her children find her bent over in agony on the floor. Oh, or yeah, in his stomach, this bit. And he'd sodomised her. And beaten um, her, hadn't he? She's literally her. rolling around in agony and her brothers and sisters like, What's up? What's yeah. happened? She's just been brutally raped and beaten oh, by a father. Sodomised. Yeah. She's, she's uh, 13. I mean, it's... Fuck. She confided to a friend what happened. Fortunately, she... You know, this culminated in a search warrant being issued to excavate the West Garden combined with the illusions of her, their daughter going missing. The family joke. Family joke. Mm. The police searched the property. They took numerous items of sexual paraphernalia and 99 videos, some homemade. The children were taken to foster care and medical examinations revealed physical and sexual abuse. And, and, and the thing is, Ben, sorry to interrupt, but the, of the 99 sex videos, the one that was missing, the key one, the one of them sodomising their own child, so... You could say, I got 99 pornos, but the one I've been reading for my own child ain't one. Hit me! Boom! Boom! Fucking hell. Oh, you are right. For all the Jay Z fans out there. You're not wrong. I know. Factually, it's a rap reference. Just, you know. Comedy gold, Ben! Sadly, guys, some of them were of them doing their own kids. I thought that they never actually had that. Smoking I read they did. I, oh, okay. But well, maybe there is conflicted shit. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, it's 70s at the end of the day. And the, well, the 90s now. We're in the early 90s. Because wouldn't Rose have been charged with that as well? Yeah, uh, true. I'm sure it was there's like 
because they filmed a. But she was charged with with, with all that as well, though, wasn't she? She but based on evidence. I don't know. We could be. Yeah. You're the fact checker, listener. We know they did it. They 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 were found guilty by a jury because of testimony from and interviews with the fucking children themselves, like the survivors. Mm. Bodies under the patio, probably not. Well, no, yeah, but that um, won't give you any well, like yeah. evidence of the. What Sorry, I'm trying to say is all that DNA over it. What, no, what I'm, no, but it's decomposed. Do you know what I mean? And what I'm trying mm. to say to you is there was no smoking gun actual... There's footage of them doing all sorts of weird shit, but they never found a tape, even though they did record it. One of the children said it was recorded, mm. but they didn't find tapes. We mentioned this last episode. They didn't find tapes of them actually doing it to their children, oh, yeah, so yeah, they yeah. had the where wherewithal. Although they were pretty blazing and um Well they certainly were at home, let's face it. They still had the wherewithal to know that having those tapes probably wasn't the most sensible mm, thing to yeah. have just sitting amongst your porn collection. Because I mean let's let's face it, if they find no body, mm. right, and there's this tape and it's them to brutally torturing exactly. then you're gonna could get be a shot. performance. They get it as Because there's no body. There's no, no body. That think, per- oh, yes, that person's missing. But don't you but think that would leave the jury to believe? Yeah, they're, they're not gonna. They're gonna. They're not going to film themselves killing them. No, they didn't. Film but they film themselves. Yeah, but for all they know, for all that is uh, technically it's circumstantial. Amateur dramatics. It could be amateur dramatics. Could be that's what got them off. Who knows? Maybe they found someone of a like mind. Unless they're say- underage, unless they're visibly underage, and I don't think any of them were. Sixteen was the youngest. Then he said, "Well, yeah, they, we paid them to do that. That's their, uh, uh, well, are they? Don't know. Just they, they, you know, we met them through. I suppose you, the yeah, I'm consenting just adults thing, but I'm just saying. No one wants to say that she's not consenting well, because she's pushing it uh, on for the film. There's no video anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, but yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. Do you not think it's an interesting? One of the like, children. I want to the, the the victims. It's interesting that as sloppy as they were and cocky and brazen as they were, and psychotic or whatever." Still had the wherewithal to know that that tape was worth destroying. Yeah. You know but then I mean? again, we don't know that it wasn't. It was the torture porn. It could have just been Fred and Rose that fucking they were filming themselves doing. But they did. Some of them were homemade. What they filmed basically all the time. She not all the times, but they would film her with the punters basically. Yeah. When she was whoring, but also this all comes from basically one of the children saying. In test in police interview that Fred and Rose filmed the beatings and sodomizing. She could have been mistaken. Maybe the camera was there but not on. Yeah. I don't know. Or I just say it's interesting that they had the wherewithal to know like of all the shit we've done, we can't be sloppy. They were. When you think about it, trying to cover their tracks. If we had a full-on podcasting room, we wouldn't take anything down. We just leave it set up as it was. The, the basement was their torture room. They just leave it set up as it was, wouldn't they? Yeah. Well, anyway, Last victim was spunk and crusted on the fucking. Oh god. Well, anyway. Put just added to it for him. The popo turned up, and yeah. what happened next? Well, after that trial collapsed, the police didn't find anything. They didn't. Oh, sorry, this I, before they dug the ground. Before up, they, I made a mistake. They, I read my notes in the wrong okay, order. Okay. Apologise. I tricked myself while you were speaking. They hadn't excavated the garden. They'd searched the house, find the porn. Found the videos, examined the kids. In '93, they were arrested. Anna Marie and her sister Louise wouldn't testify because 
it's mom and dad. And um, they beat us they, to death. <laughs> yeah, exactly, they kill yeah. us if they ever got us back. Yeah. We'll be um, in the patio with Heather. You'll be in the patio with Heather. Mm. Ain't saying there's, shit. There's, there's numerous reasons. I mean, you know, it's, you don't talk about what goes on. You don't, Brainwashed like that. Brainwashed. You know. yeah, and, and remember, also, yeah, they're told that this is what everybody does. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're teens and... They've been brought up that way, you know? Yeah, and they're probably true from school most of the time. Possibly, I wouldn't like to say. I mean, that, was, that never was cropped up that these, these kids had absent, ab, uh, noticeable absences. Mm. Probably um, just quiet at school then. Probably just quiet, just getting themselves themselves. Yeah. Well, I wish it could be <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas! Uh, so on the 23rd of February in 1994, we started off in the early 70s, or late 60s, early 70s, but in 1994, after trying to find Heather, the police finally got a search warrant to search Cromwell Street for her remains. Mm. The following morning, Fred confessed the killing of his daughter and showed the police where he buried her. Because he knew they were going to find her anyway. She's under the fucking patio. Let's mm. face it. The fam- they all told the police. Oh, family joke. Uh, there's under the patio. Don't end up like her. Then he goes into this weird shit where he's, he's seeing the ghost of Ella telling oh, thank you God. for, you know, excavating her. She was her so name. happy. I've never seen her look yeah. so happy. Yeah. He's off his rocker. Oh, yeah. he's trying to play. Oh, he's trying to play the insanity card, yeah. which is what I think. I think he's not the brightest spark. No. In fact, he's one of the few serial killers who are thick as shit. Most of them are fairly clever. Yeah, but mm. even if even he knows as a nonce going into an old prison, mm. he ain't gonna last long. Mm. That's what I'm saying. They still had some nonce, like even though he was thick That's as street fucking. Oh yeah, he had the brain wherewithal to fucking get rid of the tape. He's still trying to. He's still thinking I could I could fucking get away with this. I'll blame yeah. it all on Rose. Do you need to say anything? I've well, yeah. anyway, had, had two head injuries. Mm. I've got away with this before because of that. If I start saying I'm seeing fucking ghosts, mm. and he did this again, it wasn't just his daughter Heather, it was some of the other victims. Or he was genuinely... A lunatic? Mm. Yeah, like yeah. Um, schizo as Maybe well. Maybe he was schizophrenic. Yeah. It's a bit psychotic. I mean, and... Would that have been... I don't know, would they have done psychological tests on him in the 70s? Well, most sophisticated the 90s may have been. Oh, 90s, early 90s. They'd have probably been fairly sophisticated, I thought, by then. But they didn't have long to do it, did they? It's well, not I just think they knew he was bullshitting. It's not as if somebody had, like, months and years with him, like, to really get into his, um... Like, yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. You know, they had a few hours with him. And, and I've listened to it. I listened to it. There's a video on YouTube, the Fred West tapes, and I couldn't take it. got to a certain point, and I was like, oh, fuck, why am I doing this to myself? I don't <laughs> need to. Yeah, it's just... It's interesting. I am interested in the psychos and killers and stuff, and, like, in, not in a morbid way, because you both know I'm quite squeamish, but in the, like, psychological... Like, what makes them tick. What, yeah, what the fuck happens to someone's brain to go there? Usually head injuries. Yeah, it's a common thing. This guy, though, I just couldn't... I was, oh, no, it's too much, man, because it's weird, it's disconcerting, because he sounds like such a bumbling, like... If he come round to build your wall, like, and you heard that accent and saw him scruffy looking at you, you'd be like, yeah, he's a good builder. I don't know, there's something disconcerting about the... And for, like, international listeners, I suppose... What a suburban... Uh, it's an accent. On the outside, they look like a fairly normal... Mm. 
Yeah, well, they've got Hats. numerous kids. I mean, they're... Yeah, there's... You know... They keep themselves in cells. They're in the lodging house. They're a bit weird. The the Everyone's yeah. got their name. It's a bit weird. Keep themselves in cells. Stop going to think sex dungeon... It just doesn't scream. This accent, it just it doesn't really scream, does it? Sex Uh, dungeon, murdered, raped children, buried under the patio. It's called patricide when you kill your parents. What's it called the other way around? Infanticide. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Yeah. I I did. Infanticide. Fucking. Yeah, I don't know where I was going. Why was it? I don't know. I've lost. But he'd tell weird jokes to the neighbours. About dead kids. About Heather. Like, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I killed her. And because it, ha, 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 you know, they must think he's this much of a bumbling mm. idiot. That's attempt, his attempt at humour. Spaffed her fucking head in, I did. Sure, mm. <laughs> seen her head go. Oh, problem child she was, yeah, yeah. Killed her, put her under the patio, I did. Oh, it's a family joke. To, and, you're like, and if you were just talking to your neighbour, you never. If, if your neighbour said that in a sort of jokingish way, mm. and you don't really know the guy, he's assuming that's his weird sense of humour, yeah. would you? Go and report that. He's no. gonna, I'd probably go in there and go. Well, you said a weird thing. Do you know what he just said to me next door? That's weird. Yeah. Well, that's not and enough then we just to carry call on the police, watching. is it? No, I was going to say, I'd say it to him, he'd be like, yeah, that's fucking weird, isn't it? And then just go back to watching whatever mm. we were doing there. That's it. Initially, Fred denied any involvement from Rose, mm. then pinned it on her, then decided it wasn't her after all. Mm. However, in a section of the garden, Fred had told the police not to bother investigating. Uh, oh, don't, don't, don't worry about that bit over there. Uh, remember, he's there. He's pointing out where Heather's buried. Yeah. Right? And he's pointing out where other people are buried. And he says, don't bother with that bit over there, though. You can guarantee there's some uh, fucking bodies in there, Fred. And they didn't look. No, they did. Okay. Yeah, that's they did. Say. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. that got the money. Um, okay, Fred. However... <laughs> <laughs> And a human thigh bone was found. Mm. That led them on to discover a mass of jumbled remains. Mm. And Fred confessed initially these were two further sets of remains. Mm. He then confessed, in under interrogation, which in this country is not good cop, bad cop. It's two seventies mm. cops with impressive moustaches smoking heavily. Mm. Well, no, just 90 asking you, oh, you're not asking, well, still even so. Yeah, like I said, heavily. they'll still be smoking. Maybe the moustaches are gone. For like 92 yeah. hours straight. For 92 yeah. hours straight. Yeah, just over and over Coffee so, and cigarettes. Yeah. He confesses to an approximate mm. nine killings. Between the 5th and the 8th of March, six further bodies were found. Rose is arrested on the 20th of April, 1994, for rape, but on the 25th of April again for two murders. So they have her in, they're right, they're arresting her for rape. Got the cells, bring her back in five days later, right, you and Andrew, two of these, we know you have, we're sure of it. Mm. We've got the evidence you have, you arrested for two murders. On the 6th of May, Fred and Rose were charged with five counts of murder each. Rose denied each one, as we said last week, Rose denies everything yeah. oh yes in a very high pitched fucking annoying yeah. voice man. and it's interesting that when, when they're both in court she snubs him mm. she blanks him and you can pivotal. see him visibly shudder as she he calls to her and she just turns her head and walks on Ooh. and this breaks Fred it does yeah 
because they were in it together up to this point through all and at this point willing to let him oh she's going to throw him under the bus and he denied her involvement until this point he tried to protect her and she completely blanks him in the courtroom and this absolutely fucking devastates him because she's obviously on the same she's thinking Oh, I can get away with this. Yeah, I'm he's the woman. The he thought he's the man. He forced it all on me. He was going to beat me to death. Yeah. My dad used to pimp me out. My dad used to rape me, then pimp me out. Yeah, they both used to pimp me out. I felt I'm an abused woman. I felt mm. this lifestyle. Which she was. Yeah, she was absolutely. Well, well so, she would be if she wasn't up for it as well. Yeah, she was both. But I'm saying is she she maybe had enough in her head to tell herself and confidently believe if I just fuck him off and I'm gonna throw him under the bus he is going down for all of this and yeah. I'm going to be the victim I was almost one of his victims yeah. and I'm going to get away with this I might, go, I might get a few years yeah but, but I ain't going to don't go down like he is I ain't going like to die in prison he's never going to be let out he's yeah. and you can see and then you know obviously this does have a massive effect on Fred because yeah. if you think from I, you know, I hate to try and make you I'm not asking you listener to sympathise with him at all oh, God, but I'm no. saying to put try and put yourself in his frame of mind for this last few days or weeks in custody the interviews uh, you're away from your home you know you're probably never going to go back to it your kids are it, in foster care kids are gone complex how he feels about them you know I don't know but so the one hope you've got the one thing you've got is Rose yeah we did all this together that's the last thing you've yeah. got in your life i'll protect you my love and you'll fucking thank me for this forever and you i can't wait visits, to see I, swear. Her. I can't wait to see her again and then that court day comes and he walks in that courtroom and he's been looking this is the only fucking light in his mind yeah. that he's had for yeah. god knows how long walks in the courtroom and she won't even fucking look at him yeah. and you know in his head he's been imagining oh she's going to look across at me and I'll look across at her yeah. Rose maybe Fred we'll, maybe we'll break free of our bailiffs and hug each other in the we'll, middle of, we'll, like a running through a field well, moment well at them. least there'll be an acknowledgement of you know yeah. yes we're in this together but no she completely fucking blanks him and like you say even does a visible shudder which yeah. is for show obviously for show isn't it yeah, you oh, know gotcha. it is. If if chopping up and raping and all that your own children, if that don't make you shudder, yeah. you know what I mean. Absolute theatrics, <laughs> devastated is Fred, which is crucial as what happens next, because he is. actually starts to tell the fucking well. Starts to sing we like a bird. We don't know if it's the truth, but it's his version yeah. of the truth, and it's implicating. It, he ain't protecting Rose no more, Mike, because nope. she has just ripped his fucking what passes oh. for his heart from his chest shat on it in front of the old courtroom and the world's media yeah fuck you Mm. so what happens next then Ben Um, on the 30th of June in 1994 Fred was charged with 11 murders Rose is still charged with 9 but Fred's got at least 11 I've heard figures it's as high as 60 but he only confessed to 11 Mm. it could be 40 I think this guy was killing for a Fucking long time, yeah. and I don't think anybody knew when he was up in Scotland. Like I said last week, the, the, a plot it. of the land that he he'd rented, but not really doing anything with. It's now under a major motorway. They ain't digging that up to find bodies, uh, you know. And yeah. he he could have buried them anywhere. Yeah. yeah. The was reason they got away with it at Cromwell Street was because it was such a fucking massive house. It was huge. I can. 
it's it's like a it's a townhouse. It's, and now these two fucking managed to get it. Well, Fred Rose's dad gave him some money. He did mm. it all in his south. It's a three-story townhouse. It goes. They're renting this shit out. They're getting money in from that. That's how you get a fucking sex and torture dungeon in your basement. I was going to say, you're become a landlord. quite impressed by their business acumen, aren't you? I am. But, <laughs> yeah. I'm Don't give any Fred and Rose West to <laughs> get rich quick schemes. Hey, he, he was a fantastic DIY man. You've got to give him that. Was it? I mean, Cram- all them people was in Rose's room. Is it Cromwell Put Street? Hands, was he? Cromwell Street, Gloucester. Because I'm, yeah. on, I'm on Google Street View. Oh, it's yes. gone now. This, I know the house yeah. is gone, but the street is... It is just a fairly innocuous, like... Yeah, it's, it's... not in a giantly built-up area. No, it's, it's a suburb. Yeah, it's um, a, a not very built-up suburb either, really. You know, big townhouse. Normal street. Normal yeah. street. That's it. Large People... People coming and going all the time. Couldn't I reckon that them. gap there is where it was. Yeah, it probably is, yeah. yeah we're yeah. up to number 70. Oh, God. See, it looks like a nice street, nice middle-class street. Now, them houses are not going to be cheap at all. Three-storey oh, townhouses. That's what I'm saying. Well, oh, it's a shame they murdered all them kids. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting millionaire by now. Fucking idiot. So, I wrote that even though he did all that house up and turned all that <laughs> into a lodging house, he did own a cafe with his father-in-law and it failed completely because of their lack of business acumen. You want a shelf put it up, you want a room converted to a bedroom fridge, your man. Oh, yeah. You're a basic builder. He is, yeah. yeah. Nothing major. And he'll... He'll, he'll cement your basement floor for you, turn <laughs> it into a kid's bedroom, where all his murder victims are buried. Yeah, he might rape and murder your kid as well. He but, might yeah. do that too, yeah. <laughs> might! <laughs> well, it depends. He never did that on a job. Unless he, that's another thing. Was he staying at Diggs? You know, You don't know. We'll different towns back then it was so much it's a completely different world now you've got to totally put yourself 70s that's why there was way more of it serial yeah. killing than that right i was thinking about this the other day constant cctv and not only that now you know people have dash cams and that yeah, yeah, yeah. Purpose. you've got all that which both gets, my parents have dash cams and improvements please in use that police you know and dna forensics improvements in policing yeah all that so you, it's way back before any of that. And we're still not in the era of psychological profiling in the 70s, mm. which might have piqued a few, bit of a bit more interest. Social I don't know how true it was, but I think it was pretty common for bank cops back then. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, we touched on this last week. This is purely rumour, but I, I can believe it, is that Rose was... This is such a small sort of uh, part of the world, and I know this part of the world... So Gloucestershire, only very basically because I go there for work once a week. I drive through to a few different towns, Cheltenham, Gloucester. When you get out in the sticks, it's very isolated. And you imagine it even back then, the 70s. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, my granddad lived right. there. He lived in Sirencester. I know the place, yeah. yeah. So, you think back then, like, that if you, word gets around that there is a constantly working hooker. Yeah. In a house, a safe location, basically, yeah. not a street wall. You haven't got to go curb crawling and that shit. You can just go to a house. Yeah. Word spreads about that. And you're telling me there weren't... Right. Well, well, well very dodgy so, shit, exactly, so, well, that you I couldn't do anywhere else. They're very... not saying that she's a kid. She's 16. She's legal. 
but st- right, yeah. Oh, uh, well, we don't know how long she's been pimping them out for. Well, no, we don't. But this is the were... daughter was thirteen. Yeah. And she, they told her, they told everyone she was sixteen. Yeah. Now, I mean, if that's, but my if point that is, is, if that is yeah. a this place to be, go. That's yeah, also I, I think it's believable that people and of power, high in society, because yeah. we're thinking of them as this scumbag, which it was, this shitty. End Terrace Townhouse, right? Which, to explain, maybe for the listeners, sorry. So these houses are all compacted in right next to each other in a terrace, which means there are no space in between. There's about 50 no. houses but, in a row. Yeah, in a row. All next, all literally physically built out of the same block. However, they're three stories tall with a basement, so I don't know if yeah. that makes it four stories. Yeah. Right? First two floor, well, first floor the West lives on, mm. and the second and third floor were rented to tenants. Point is, five or six floor, rooms in each. Big house. Ground floor, yeah. Right, with big house, but it was run down and shitty. They were run down, shitty people, and we think of it as this scummy little. That doesn't mean if you're a high powered councillor or something, like, I mean, you know, this is horrible shit what I'm about to say, listener, but if you want to get into that whole, like, fucking underage girl thing, like, can you afford to be picky? Are there literally, are there that many people offering that particular kink in a tiny place like Gloucester? No. No, you're probably after going to go to the Roses, aren't you? Even if you're Mr. The Mayor or the yeah. Councillor or the Police Chief. Or, or the MP. Or even if just a few of the lads in the lower down, maybe we're thinking too big, maybe it wasn't cheap, maybe just a few of the PCs like to go around and bang Rose. Yeah. Of a Friday. Oh, t- uh, even, she's busy. Know. She's yeah, busy. Yeah, if that happens, then it's off limits, isn't it? Mm. Then, you know, the police won't go there. That's, which is well, what happened. Why it was quite. Remember, oh, Rose is busy. Here's our daughter. She's sixteen. Yeah. And you look at her. You're, you're a policeman. You must be good at judging that kind of shit. And then word and comes out that she isn't sixteen. And that passes round. Yeah. Hey, do you know what happened, John? Have you heard the news? What that girl at Rose is the daughter. Oh, that sixteen. year old fuck. Oh, she's brilliant. When she, yeah, she's thirteen. What? Yeah. What? They probably give me my five. Jesus fuck! They probably helped Rose and fucking Fred kill him. Uh, <laughs> kill the evidence. Fuck me. Mm. No one. I'm just saying this could go higher and deeper. We most yeah. things fucking do when. Yeah. Or maybe they don't. So long, I don't let's know. Face it. So but I mean, think it's not beyond the realms of possibility to imagine someone high powered was going there to do very. Yeah, that's. I think. I think you're probably right. Let's face it. But also, you got things in the seventies. Were disconnected. The kids showing up to to A and E thirty times in so many years. Oh, it's accidents. Oh, I don't know. Things weren't as written down. Things weren't as centralised. Things weren't as connected. Nowhere near. You know, I mean, <laughs> technology nowadays. This would have been picked up on. These people would have been stopped before mm. it got to the killing, or maybe just after Fred's killings. Anyway, much more. Yeah, just the last thing, really. On the 1st of January 1995, Fred's in jail. He hangs himself using a blanket. He is on suicide watch, but for some reason, no one seems to pick up on it. Oh, Maybe because they're Epstein. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, why is there not a campaign that, like, you know, Fred West was suicide? I, I heard yesterday that the footage is missing. Really? Yeah, Epstein. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The outside Roman. of the cell. What a surprise. Because MI6... CIA, various other international assassins all showed up, did rock, paper, scissors to see who kills him, and all went home happy, yeah. getting the money for their job. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Oh. 
Only himself with his bed sheet. Only himself with his blanket and bed sheet, yeah. Uh, he was on suicide watch. Maybe he was uh, Epstein. Well, maybe maybe there was one of those high profile coppers going around. Well, you, you can't underestimate as well the vitriol that people would have been feeling towards him, and maybe his guards and people around him thought, fuck him. Yeah, he shouldn't be alive case. anyway. Because the suicide note reveals, he did leave mm. a suicide note, reveals a very different tale of Fred's, well, the head, uh, the workings of Fred's head. Well, I'll read it to you and then we'll break it down. Mm. I'm going to film myself doing this. Future I, have very, I have a joint to pass if you. Uh, oh, yes, go But on, it's, um, it's falling apart. That's an issue. It was right when I had it. <laughs> what have you done, Ben? Nothing. It, but it is falling apart. I blame these silver papers. You might have to do some editing on this bit, mate. Yeah, I'll pass you this first then. Thank you, you very much. And I'm wearing my Christmas jumper, which makes it all the more. What the hell have you just passed me? Exactly. That's like it giving wasn't me. What I give you? An unwrapped, an unwrapped kebab. <laughs> an almost unwrapped kebab. It'll smoke, it's fine. Okay. Right. Her suicide note was found in his cell with a drawing of a gravestone engraved with the words In loving memory, Fred West. Rose West. Rest in peace where no shadow falls. In perfect peace he waits for Rose his wife. His suicide note read, to Rose West, Steve and May. Well, Rose, it's your birthday on 29th of November, 1994, and you will be 41 and still beautiful and still lovely and I love you. We will always be in love. The most wonderful thing in my life was when I met you. Our love is special to us, love. Keep your promises to me. You know what they are. Where we are put together forever and ever is up to you. We loved Heather, both of us. I would love Charmaine to be with Heather and Reener. You will always be Mrs. West, all over the world. That is important to me and to you. I haven't got you a present. But all I have is my knife. I will give it to you, my darling, when you are ready. Come to me. I will be waiting for you. Well done. It's uh, interesting, isn't it? Mm -hmm. He's still trying to. Uh, still remorse, is there? He's oh, still, no, 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 yeah, no. He doesn't mention anything. I probably shouldn't have done what he did. Yeah. yeah. I no, love Heather. Totally justified. Yeah, I love Heather. Yeah. And Charmaine. Uh, and Rena, my first wife. And Charmaine's mom. And I think Heather's mom as well, to be fair. Uh, but, you know, yeah, I, um, you know. I know. That could be a reason why Rose killed her, because she was like, uh, you know, uh, when there's... Jealousy. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. Well, you know, when there's two lion cubs left off the previous father and the, yeah. the head guys come in and they just kill them. Doing that kind of thing with her. I've had to abandon that joint, it fell to bits, but I'll make another one to replace it. Fantastic. Well, so, should we conclude? Yeah, well, Rose West is still in prison. She's oh, still yes, alive. Shit. She's That's... a um, massive lesbian now. Yeah, didn't we read some story where she, like, 
She won the, the prison bake-off. She goes on to finger her in exchange for some cake or That's something. right, yeah. She <laughs> offers sexual services for cake. So she's still getting her rocks off. Rose right. West is ridiculously highly sexed, in all fairness. She's living on one of the podcasts I listened to. I think it was those conspiracy guys. They explained it quite well. Uh, she's living a pretty much middle-class existence, right? Yeah, now. yeah. The bitch gets fucking, like, psychiatric treatment, yoga... Massages. She's getting like hardcore prison bitches yeah. to come and lick her out. Yeah. She is literally. But. Ah, oh, fuck. Oh, but she still takes no responsibility. No. She denies Zero everything. responsibility. Still trying to blame her friend. Two psychopaths. And he's not allowed. Sorry, alive no to. No empathy, no compassion. No. All they care about is themselves. Who yeah. do you think's the worst out of the two? I think she is. Her. Because it is. I think Fred was just dumb and easily. Oh, yeah, he, well, then, yeah. he had it in him, but he thought he was a dominant one. I think she was a dominant I might, one. I'm tempted to go with Mike and say they're equally fucked. The only thing I think would sway it potentially in her favour is the idea of a mother doing that. Because fathers, for some fucked up reason, the male psyche, when it's damaged, they do do that to their own children mm. way more than you hear of a mother yeah. Yeah. doing yeah. that. To her children is just like and encouraging the father yeah, to yeah. do it and then to other children that aren't her, like no mothering instincts at all like just none of that but to be fair her own father raped look her, her. Exactly. her look at the both oh, of their childhoods we said the same thing last week which is ironic because that's what the song's about the offspring song down the line yeah it just just keeps going down a vicious i mean cycle you know fred's mom is allegedly fucking him him, his dad and his brother are raping the daughter slash sister. Rose's dad is, is banging her and then popping round for paid visits with her. Wouldn't you I mean, marry? what chance have you fucking got? Yeah. Just you, You've got no chance at all with that kind of upbringing. And maybe Theresa May was right when she was Home Secretary years ago and said that paedophilia runs through British society like Blackpool through a stick of Blackpool rock. Maybe she was spot. Maybe this thing goes on behind closed doors all the fucking time. Maybe we're just really looking, but lucky for having normal childhoods. Mm. People ask, "Oh, how was your childhood? How was your childhood?" It's perfectly normal. There's no, there's, yeah, I don't think Fred, Fred and Rosemary level no. stuff is as prevalent as you know. I think that is kind of a one-off. Well, yeah, I don't know. Does it happen? Oh, they definitely. If it happens a lot, parents I mean, definitely abuse yeah, children. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, to this extent, yeah, no, this burying is, the fucking this bodies is, under the patio and like, yeah, this is this is a once in a I don't fifty think it's years plus in all. Britain, this kind of thing, isn't it? Well, know. twenty years shipment. Really, he wasn't burying bodies. He was he wasn't sexual, was it? No, every now and again, innit? Mm, every now and again. it's not regular though. I mean, we're not like America where you've got you've got we're not potentially big. any five, six, seven, eight serial killers. On the loose at any one time, something daft like that. Might be higher, might be like 25. Well, they've got no mental health care, have they? No. People can't afford it. Don't worry, we won't have soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <sighs> Joy Christmas. Fuck. Do you want to get European on the West Side? That's Mark? it, man. We're it's real, tragic. real good. Yeah, it's, yeah I've, I've had enough of this. Continue the tradition of Dark Christmas. Yeah, that's enough for this year. Yeah. Let's do some news. Let's do some news, okay? Finish on a high. Okay, so let's end the episode and our Christmas on Weird News.
Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Seven foot five inch taco fowl enters concussion protocol after collision with ceiling. Oh wow. The Celtics Boston Celtics? Yeah. So the rookie centre should return soon after hitting his head. He is a big fucker. Even amongst that team of giants, he's a big fucker. It's like Peter Crouch standing next to Jermaine Defoe. Yeah. Do you know what? I don't know what it, it is. Because everyone's really tall anyway. And his surname's called Fall. Yeah, yeah. you don't fall when you're that tall. Yeah. But I don't know what it is now, but when, you know, I used to be a bit basketball mad in the 90s at school, the average height, average height of yeah. the NBA was 6'6". Six, six. Really? Yeah, average. Wow. Over like a se- couple of hundred players. Yeah. You know what I mean? S- Several hundred players, a couple of hundred players, I guess. Yeah. Seven foot five, I mean. You're ducking to do That's rare. Doors. That's someone who, anyone who's 6'10 and above, I think Shaq's seven foot nothing. He's a freak. Well, Shaq, you know, you must know Shaq, Shaquille. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the reason he was such a freakishly good player was because, yes, he was seven foot tall, but he wasn't a bean pole. Mm. He was built like it a was, brick yeah. shit. He was the John Oloma of basketball. And he could move, like, and he was athletic as fuck, like, so he was just fucking dominant. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that he's actually still alive because people have had like John Oloma who died quite young oh, with a heart condition. Oh yeah, but people do you know with like, like um, he was a he was a twenty stone with a run the hundred meters in less than ten seconds. You know who the big show is, don't you? Yeah, yeah, the wrestler, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the difference between the big show and Andre the Giant. They both had the same condition. Andre's was never treated or stopped. Mm. You know, you continue growing. Your organs continue growing and everything. And when Big Show, uh, forgive me, I'm guessing the age, but he was definitely as a teenager, uh, had the gene, had some sort of operation where they went in him and... Yeah, took the gland. Gland, that's the word I'm looking for, not gene. The gland, yes, but apparently it was a dangerous thing to do, but it was worth the... Yeah. So he lived a relatively, he still grew to like six feet ten and was massive, but lived a normal and he's still healthy and happy right now. Whereas Andre, well, he was like, just became more giant. and more. If I have this done, I'll only be Andre. Yeah, exactly. Well, oh, isn't that something that they meant they young, or was Andre's diagnosed later and he could have done it? I'm not sure, but in the bit that shocked me, the bit that shocked me though was the fact of your organs continuing mm. to grow yeah. inside of you because you don't you think like oh gigantism he never stops growing that'd be awesome is it? Mm. But like his skull kept going didn't it and his yeah, hands yeah. and like his fucking organs and the poor fucker was in yeah continue he lived a life of misery. Towards yeah. the latter years, Fucking but anyway, do spend the thirty pints of so, beer a day. And Vince yeah. just disowned him because he was no good to him anymore. Just discarded him. Well, you know, is that really true? Well, that was from the documentary. That's the impression mm. I got. I've got some mm. wrestling with you. I think Vince cared. Vince cries when he talks mm. about him. I, I think uh, Vince, Vince cries on cue. It's like a porn no, star. He comes people, on cue. It's one of a Vince's a pro. Might have been a one-sided documentary. Yeah, one of the misconceptions. Got. I've got no way of knowing. I'm just going from what other mm. people say, all the things we listen to. But people perceive him as this unfeeling, cutthroat monster. He's just a big ballsy businessman. Mm. But he's very emotional. Apparently, feels like a father to a lot of them. Maybe then. I Andre. saw him crying. Didn't he cry in that documentary? Yeah, he did. Yeah, a little bit. He, I think. But he just business carries on. Didn't it? I don't know if it was malicious. Yeah. Like, oh fuck you, Andre. He was saying just, Andre couldn't do anything. I mean, no, he, he just, you know, 
He doesn't wrestle anymore. He just go in, in the ring and just throw a few mm. people about, and that's it. And then lean He's against back. the fucking corner. Yeah. I didn't notice it as a kid, but I can't stand watching them. Yeah. And I ate. You know, even WrestleMania three, the big huge one. Yeah, yeah, where Hogan. Even that. Hogan get the belt, get it back. No, he he retained the belt. That's retained the um, belt. He slammed Andre, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, after his back had been even that, shit, Andre yeah. had been convinced <laughs> and begged and pleaded by Vince to come back because he'd been. Uh, ah, but this guy. Back to the news, though. Yeah. If you look at him, he's built like a bit of a bean pole. He he's is. not your Shaquille O'Neal. He's five inches taller, but I bet Shaq could. Uh, Run rings around him. Probably but, just push him over with his. I head. don't know much about basketball, but I mm. know of one famous game, which you'll bring. Mm. When the Russians took the Americans on in the final of the Olympics. Mm. It was, I can't remember what year it was. No Dream idea. But I, all I know is the Russians brought on this guy who was massively tall. Mm. He hadn't played at all in this game. They brought him on for the last 30 seconds. The Russians mm. threw it in. He was on like the halfway line because he was so tall. He just went boop and threw it in. Three points. Russians win. I don't even think it was 30 seconds left. There might have been like four or five. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, the Russians beat the US at basketball in the Olympics, and therefore the US. Anyway, tall bloke, yeah. his head. Tall bloke, his head. Moving on. He's never got a concussion. I've got some wrestling weird news if you're interested. Gaz with RVD. RVD. Rob Van Dam. Sorry, hang on. This is very visual, but you mean Rob Van Dam. That's it. Yeah, he's in. If you're wrestling fan, you know what I just did, right? He's now in a uh, a threesome marriage. Yes, he is, yes. He's got two insane... How old's Rob? He's like 49, 47. Mm. Not he's... in the best shape of his life, but still mm. in shape. And he's now got two pretty much porn star mm. girlfriends slash wives who are each other's girlfriends, mm. and he's doing them both. Mm. Recently divorced as well. People he think is, he's having yeah, a midlife crisis, but he keeps tweeting pictures of himself in the jacuzzi with him, wow. saying this is the best midlife crisis ever. Humble bragging. Yeah. Not even humble bragging, is he? He's got literally, like, I watched, I saw one photo of him earlier. He's in the, the jacuzzi, they're, like, <coughs> they're all topless, and like mm. they're covering their nearest boob, which are like porn star enhanced boobs, and he's got his hands around the others, both sides, <laughs> Covering their nipples for Instagram. It's a blatant like, midlife crisis. It is. He's owning the but shit Mike, out of it. But, you know what? He seems to have some money yeah. and he's got two really hot mm. girlfriends who are each other's girlfriends and everybody sees But he's happy. sleeping with witches, Ben. Uh, no, that was the other guy. Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, he's sleeping with witches. <laughs> that was Tom Brady. That was Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah but he's a multi-millionaire. We, we can't compare. He's going to be hot We can't compare a washed up, no offence, Rob, but a, a nearly washed up Professional rest of he's the on greatest him. American football player in the history. I mean, he's, he was in a tag team with Rhino, and he's going to be pushing oh, 50. Right, what's next? Sorry. Complete resting spill there. I've done that for a while, actually. No. Nope. I've got back into it a little bit recently. <laughs> oh, wow, this is Mike's <laughs> <a> spirit animal. <laughs> what is it? Oh, this is Mike's spirit a lazy animal. Horse. <laughs> Lazy horse plays dead whenever people talk about it. Your spirit animal. If my spirit animal was like a horse yeah. drank three cans and pushed over cows. Excuse me. This I'm... is yours. Sorry for dying on Mike. This is so your fucking spirit. This is you as a horse. That's so what I was doing, mate. I'm alright. Yeah, let's continue. And they still feed him and everything. Oh. If only this was an option at work. 
If I ever get a new job, this is pretty solid gig. I should bribe my doctor to diagnose me with narcolepsy or something. Then whenever something pops up that you don't want to do, I can pass out and I guess everything will just be cool. Yeah, I guess it would actually. Yeah. yeah. That's how what is undis indisputably the world's smartest horse plays things. That makes sense. That is how what is undisputably the world's smartest horse plays things. Yeah. His yeah. name is Jingang and he doesn't like to be ridden. He, as a horse, is also apparently aware that humans would prefer to not sit on top of dead horses, so he plays dead. <laughs> and he just doesn't fall over, he even closes his eyes and sticks out his tongue. His handlers call the whole thing cute but naughty. <laughs> Can I see the video? Good on him. Yeah, I would, yes, yeah, so I pause it. Yeah. Good on him. So the horse literally, we just watched the video, and the horse, as soon as someone gets on him, he just gently falls over, puts his tongue out, rolls his eyes back. I think he's good in for a role in a film. I think he was going to Hollywood, this horse. He's brilliant, man. He's probably glue now, though. He's, a, he's, a, he's a better actor than me. He's a genius. None of the other horses have worked out. No, they haven't. I don't want to run around. I bet all the other horses are thinking, I wish I could find a way that I could stop. Every time he gets on my back, I can't help it. He kicks his heels and I just go. I ate it. And then that one, he's a step above. He's like, well, you just don't go. Yeah. Just, just roll over. Fall over. Don't fall over suddenly and crush their leg. Uh, just don't, don't, yeah, exactly. Don't roll Do so it they, can, they can get out of, of what they're doing. smart enough. Don't injure yeah. them. Just don't injure them. Refuse gently and you don't have to do it. Eventually, he'll go, for fuck's sake. Fuck off, Shergar. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, he's... Mike says he probably is glue now. Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> yeah. Next. Impressive though. Mm. I am genuinely yeah. impressed by a horse. He's my spirit animal. He's your spirit animal. If you were a horse, that would be Ma you. Martin, <laughs> uh, Ma Martin, Mike, what do they say? Work smart, not hard. There you go. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Only yep. fools and horses work. La 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 This horse is no fool. Exactly. Oh, he's not like Trigger though. He's much smarter than Trigger. Oh yeah. Trigger would just start running. Oh Dave. All right. Yeah. Trigger was a horse. A Trigger was a horse. Yeah. Didn't uh, Rodney think he, it was because he had a gun? Didn't he? Yeah, all the country's carrying a gun. No, because he looked at horse. What's the matter that Forest player? We signed that Italian international, the first Italian international in the Prem, Andre Salenzi. This is going back to when Nine and Forest were in the Prem. Yeah, so like 94, 95. Yeah. When Blackburn did them 7 1 and 5 1. Is that the, in year the same you won? season? Yes, it yes, was. Yes, first oh, Premier League season. Was it the first two Premier League seasons? Or the first, first uh, no, it wasn't. It was the, did you win the 94, 95. Who won the first one? Very first uh, one. Oh, my goodness. Leeds. They did, didn't they? Yes, they did, the very first yeah. one. I remember it was a big deal, because we actually had Sky TV. Mm. Oh. Mm. And I did. And my mum was obsessed with it. And yeah. I remember the very first premiership. Your mum's really into sports, isn't she? She's into we'll wrestling, fucking football. any sport, just anything. Yeah. yeah, it's mental. Anyway, we signed this player, Andre mm. Salenzi. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. And he was described as the paintbrush. We thought, yeah. fuck me, he must be like an artist on the ball. The paintbrush. He's a goofy yeah. twat. He's tall with a big head. <laughs> That's why I got the, the, the paintbrush. Holy shit. He was terrible, mate. <laughs> Fucking awful. Hence why Blackbird did them 5 1 and 7 1, yeah. respectively. Oh, well. That's why we have pineapple head. 
He's got a pineapple on his head. He's got a pineapple on his head. That's that Rob Lee? Jason Lee. Jason, Jason Lee, Lee, that's it. Yeah, Probably Jason really Lee. racist to sing that, isn't it? In 2019. Oh, could be, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> his hair did look like it a did. pineapple. Did he just shave it? It just did. did. It just looked like one. And he hated it as well because he said he got bullied for it. Oh, just cut your hair. Well, he had, he, had dre- he had like mini dreads, didn't he? He had dreads. Well, <laughs> stop tying them on your head, tie them Google behind them your now. head. Google him, listener. Google him and you'll realise that it's fine. What was his name again? Jason, Jason Lee. Lee. But not the actor. Jason Lee, Nottingham. He played for them, didn't he? Yeah. Forest. Jason Lee, Nottingham Forest. He's got a pineapple. <laughs> right. But he could have tied his hair another way. If I was him, if I had to go out in front of thousands of fucking hooligans in the mid-90s, yeah. who were just bound to abuse you, why would you antagonise them with a girly fucking haircut? Yeah. In 95. trouble, Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's like a massive... T- he's got a target on his head. <laughs> he said he was bullied. He's like, cut your hair. Cut your you fucking <laughs> What did you expect? <laughs> anyway, last one. Sorry, yep. Jason Lee. Oh. Oh. This one might trigger him. Oh, you might do, yeah. fuck's sake. University bans clapping for being an anxiety trigger. He's repositioning himself. He's repositioning himself. He's getting ready. People can't see, but I'm doing that clap where you don't make any noise. <laughs> do you know that uh, this will sound very wanky, but when I did, I used to do the odd bit of performance poetry. Mm-hmm. They don't clap at poetry readings. Don't they? They click. Really? Because. That's so behaviour. Yeah, but there's a reason behind it. I remember thinking this is so wanky, but there is a... Because if you clap, you can't fucking hear the... But there might be a line in the poem that you oh, that you think yeah, is really yeah. good, so people start like, oh, that's really good. But it is a weird thing, and I've got a video of me being clicked at, baby. Oh, click, 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 yeah. click, 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 click. I've been over I can't click my fingers. But that's diff- That's a poetry thing. That's not f- because people are anxiety. There's a literal physical reason. Like you wouldn't be able to hear the fucking words yeah. over the right. But this is something else, man. Oh, wave your hands like you just don't care. This is the article now. Please don't clap because you will give students anxiety. Yes, the University of Oxford. Oxford. <laughs> Oxford. <laughs> Ugh. Complete dump. Has officially decided to replace. So no, no University Hall. <laughs> it's, a black ad, it's a black arrow reference. Well, this sentence is important. Okay, sorry. They have decided to replace clapping mm-hmm. with a silent wave. Okay. Because yes. It could trigger anxiety for students, so instead they will just wave their hands side to side whenever. They get excited. Well, that's jazz hands. Oh, yes, Ben. Imagine a hall full of a couple of thousand posh, wanky little fucking snowflake bastards jazz handing away to a fucking rousing speech. This is the most inspirational thing I've ever heard. So, you mean I get to live with my speech as Chancellor of Britain? Oh, fuck me. Oh. 
and it's been rare. We haven't even got a chancellor. We will have a drive team. What a chancellor! Such a fascist-sounding word, isn't it? All right, the prime minister. Chancellor. Have you been watching V for Vendetta recently? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've got to be the. I was looking at thinking, wow, this is the next five years. This is what the next ten years will look like. Fuck me. That's what I was thinking. Oh, of. don't fucking start. Right. So yeah, when you're a chancellor, we'll. When I'm prime minister. Okay. I'll be at some university, I'll give a rousing speech, and mm. then everyone's going to give me jazz hands. Jazz hands, yes. A silent like, hall full of jazz hands. Just fucking clap. And then you're there going... So I'm watching Japanese wrestling, it's terrible. So thank you, no, thank you. Oh, you're too kind. Thank, no. Shit, that's what it is. Enough, can, no, no, please, oh, you're embarrassing me now. You can, you can please film stop. from behind and the And it's crowd. still silence. Uh, yeah, the silence, and then you just add the clapping and the extras. It's like he's given a really popular speech. Yeah, no one's applauding. Just picture it now. Quiet for a second. Just picture it. You know, at the end of a... And that's why I believe freedom and respect for all. That's like a Ben doing jazz hands. <laughs> that's what... That, do you know what I mean? I was doing jazz hands then. Just so nobody's... like. A fucking band. A band finishes like an intensely loud. I'm all. Yeah. yeah, they play their, be their best song. Their best song. They nail it live. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Queen at Live Aid. Right? It's Queen at Live Aid. And at the end, after Freddie can't do the. Hey, oh, because. Oh, don't you fucking no, dare. Don't know that. You can't, because. Because it, it excludes the deaf people yeah, who can't sing alone. It. And then, and then, lives, not lives, all them, mm. they have a thousand, hundreds of thousand people in, in Wembley and around the globe, millions of people, and everyone just starts going, doing jazz hands in the air. It's not the same, is it? No. No. Nuremberg would have been different, wouldn't it? Certainly would have been. Hitler's My job, Nazi propaganda. Hey, I watch a few Nazi propaganda films and I'm an expert. Oh, you are, because you watch more of me in Gaza. Well, if you watch a couple of Chani pornos, are you a Chani enthusiast? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know, I spent. <laughs> Did you mind? Oh, yeah, you saw that one, and you were there. <laughs> you forced me. Forced you. It was just on the tape. So Look, this, a VHS that form. is for a different podcast, lads. <laughs> <laughs> the one where we psychoanalyse the fuck out of you both. Was <laughs> <laughs> your dad's porn? <laughs> we have, the scary thing is, you have told me this story. I would have buried this particular story. <laughs> Everything's open here. <laughs> I fucking hope not. <laughs> I'm not one of your tranny concubines. <laughs> Sorry, this is really for this shit course, so it should get you kicked off the internet. I do not mean tra I mean... He does. I mean, beautiful, wonderful member of the trans community. That's why I meant you're more superior to me in every way. I'm so sorry. The film was Don't called cancel Transsexual. Me. It's the worst thing you could do now is be transphobic, apparently. And I'm not. It probably was I wouldn't say in the early 90s. Edit! Edit! <laughs> okay, let's not talk about that. Edit that bit out. <laughs> oh, Go watch Ace Ventura. <laughs> that's transphobic. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing an impression of the movie, not that to represent my actual feelings. Edit. Edit, edit, edit. Right, Ben. Okay, so, um, get me out of this hole. You're, you're, you're reading it, mate. Fucked up facts. What we know? I think we, oh. I think we got the fucking gist. <laughs> All right, okay. Fucked up facts. Let's end the show on that. Facts, facts, facts.
fucked up facts. Alright, Mike, hit us. The oldest known British joke dates from the 10th century. Wow. Found in a book of Anglo-Saxon poetry, it reads, What hangs in a man's thigh and wants to poke the hole that it's often poked before? His dick. <laughs> no. <laughs> A so dagger. What? No. I don't know. A key. Oh. oh that's pretty good. Yeah, very clever. Huh? Yeah. Not bad for 10th century England. I'm having that. They're keeping it higher. Yeah. Claim that as your own. Yeah, I'm going to use that. <laughs> Do you want to hear a Russian joke? <laughs> Radio Yevrin. One time I go outside and did not die. <laughs> the sun was shining. <laughs> <laughs> we were all happy. We kiss and sing song. I did not kill the gay man. <laughs> or invade Georgia and the Ukraine. We did not shoot down the plane. Yeah, that was mm. Polish government. We didn't shoot down the plane carrying the Polish Honest, government. Honest, all of them. All of them. Sorry, Mike. Here, tell us your joke. Is there a difference between capitalism and communism? I don't know, Mike. Is there? In principle, yes. In capitalism, man exploits man. In communism, it's the reverse. Oh, wow. Profound. Is it, though? It's the same, man exploits man in communism, it's the reverse. It's the same? Man, exactly, yeah. That's the joke. I, I know, like, I'm just saying, I'm, is it profound? No. But it is true, though, is it? Well, it's the truth. It? Is the truth not profound by definition? I'm surprised you have found some Fred West jokes in this episode. You know what, they were all a little bit too depressing, I've got to be honest. <laughs> you could murder a tenant, mm. though. I'll tell one, though, that one that I sent you in the messenger, which yeah. anyone can remember, but uh, he was posthumously uh, found innocent. Turns out he just bought his topsoil from Lockerbie. No. Go on, Mike. I thought it was the best. <laughs> in 2018, Japan's deputy chief of cybersecurity admitted he'd never used a computer. Fucking hell! <laughs> what a guy. Yeah, it's impressive, isn't it? He doesn't need to, he's got people doing it for him. <laughs> yeah, that's why you're the boss. Deputy. <laughs> he's never No one knows my fucking password. He's only deputy. Only oh, deputy. Oh, well, I still sure he'd have come to the ranks, wouldn't he? I'll never <laughs> use a computer. <laughs> you know, I bet he lies in this fucking interview. Mm. The Latin for hot dog is pastillum botello fartum. Makes sense. Wow. I wasn't being trouble about that then. Probably. I don't know. They were the Romans, they're pretty smart. Hot dogs. They never had sausages. On a fucking bun. With mustard and onions yeah, and ketchup. Not? A fucking baseball. You're no. You want me to believe that. No, with the gladiatorial games, obviously. Romans were eating hot dogs at gladiatorial games. Hey, why not? Why not? Because bollocks, that's why. Uh, why not? Clean popcorn as well. Maybe. For you, the historian. Oh, no, I don't think you should throw bread at that and food, but... It's a bit of a stretch from bread to, like, a processed white perfect bun. Oh, well, no, it's not going to be a perfect hot dog. It's, it's not a sausage with a bit of bread, isn't it? That's just meat in bread. They could... A hot dog is something specific. I don't know. A sausage in a bun is a hot dog. The sandwich was allegedly invented by the Earl of Sandwich. Well, he coined the term anyway. You know, when he was playing I think, cards. I and think the clue. Is it, well, he I was. Think. The, the name for the, the, the meat between two bread was named after him. Right. What did they call it before? 
Well, it a wasn't. Bread meat. He, he coined the term the sandwich. It was a bread meat before. He was playing cards. I want a meat in a bread. Well, <laughs> any kind of meat in well, any kind well, of bread. Well, they used what they called trenches. Is you get the you get the loaf, you right. dig out, you, you cut of bread, mm. you dig out the middle, fill it with soup, stew, whatever, and then you bite into it that way. Sounds nice, huh? It does, actually, doesn't it? Freshly cooked, mm. crusty bread. Scoop out the middle, eat that bit. Fill the rest, fill that little trench with a mm. stew. Dig into that. Love a good stew. Oh, yeah, who doesn't? Yeah, all right, enough of our culinary <laughs> preferences. Let's finish the facts. Okay, Voyager 2 is sending us data from over 11 billion miles away using a transmitter that is about as powerful as a fridge light. Wow. Fuck me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's impressive. genuinely impressive. I have no other words. In, in 2014, a group of South Korean students protested against the amount of air found in crisp packets by making a raft out of them and sailing it down the river. Why Good on them, man. They yeah. do yeah. fucking fool you. Oh, because they're in shit recently. Yeah. yeah. Bees don't poo in their hive. In the mm. winter, when they are stuck inside due to the cold, they will all leave the hive at the same time to poo on so-called cleansing flights. Wow. Been on a few of them myself. <laughs> <laughs> the average Briton lies about how they really feel 11 times per week. You just <laughs> think more than that. All right, love. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from the deep inner crushing sense of longing for not knowing that I'm mortal and decaying at a cellular level with every passing second of my meaningless life on this floating rock of shit. Yes, love, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. That's it all, really. Yeah. For that one, yeah, definitely. It's true. Mount Athos, Greece, is an entirely self-governed peninsula inhabited only by orthodox monks. Female humans, chickens, cows and goats are banned from entry, but female cats, insects and songbirds are explicitly permitted. Sounds like you're heaven, doesn't it? <laughs> well, you can't exactly kill every female. I like female women. <laughs> a paradise monk island with your, with your female that? cat and your <laughs> peace and communism and all that. Yeah, you can still, see, still, still see, see women. Oh, no, that's not allowed in your no. heavenly communist Have you a female vision. cat? Poor cats. What's that means there? Because in your heavenly communist economic vision, Mike, all men will cease to have any kind of testosterone or testicular fortitude. Why? <laughs> because there'll just be no motivation to do anything because everyone's got the same. You don't have to make any effort for anything. So babies will stop being born and you won't need females. So you might as well go to your monk island. That's well what I'm saying. In that case, might as well. I'm not wrong. Polish scientists have released a colony of one million cannibal ants that were previously trapped inside a Soviet nuclear bunker. Why well, that's not a good far? idea. The ants have not been seen since. Oh, are you shitting me? That's going to be bollocks. Nuclear ants. My source is pretty reliable. We are the science officers, so I have no choice but to leave you. <laughs> Fucked up facts yeah. with a Z my source, dot com. I'm just going to say my source isn't quite reliable. Fucked okay. up facts with a Z dot com. Mm. 
<laughs> if I say I'm going to get away. Gaz, he is the science officer. Okay. We have to believe what he says <laughs> in terms of scientific matters. Well, I'm the court jester. Would Kirk tell Jones that it was... No, he'd punch him in the face and take a whiskey and shag his woman. Because Kirk was a manly captain, unlike that fucking slaphead Picard. Oh, here comes Joan to it. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> there is only one hope with this. I'm not starting they it are, They are cannibal ants. They may have eaten each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. What? Created one big survivor. Oh, survivor yeah. of the oh, fittest yeah. nuclear ant who's fed on the corpses no. of a hundred other nuclear ants. No, because the corpses were a million. consumed. A million? They'd have been consumed, the last ant alive would starve to death. He's a cannibal, he's a No, well, then he moves on to other species. No, he he's doesn't. a fucking size of a dolphin and he's nuclear powered. <laughs> For fuck's sake, Ben. Oh man. What if that if that cannibal rage went around broke in here right now? What have we got we're to defend ourselves? We're <laughs> fucked, we're dead. <laughs> we are we're we? dead in we horrific fight. A fucking see. giant ant burrowing through your fucking intestines and your guts and you're slowly screaming and dying, conscious of what's happening. It will we're, we're what about if one of ants that just lays an egg in your head? Oh. You know. But the last one alive of us gets to see the others die. <laughs> will we hold hands? <laughs> no. Ben would still be, we're both there, dismembered, being slowly eaten by an ant, and I reach out to him for one last moment of human connection. He's like, fuck off, gay. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that, he'd be like, yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> ben. Oh, ben. Hold me, say uh, Hold a spoon to you until you pass out. Exactly. While well, well, the ant feasted on our innards. I'm not spooning anybody while I... Just gently spoon me while I die. I'm not spooning one of you two in the last few hours. We'll all spoon each other and be a three-way spoon. I'm not going to spoon you if you get it eaten by an ant. We'll obviously. all be getting eaten. Oh, all right then, yeah. We're literally okay. half dead being eaten. Uh, the only things living are our upper bodies, so we might as well have a three-way spoon. A three-way dismembered spoon, just to, to so a last few moments. You put the Fred Weston's accent on. Here, Ben. Here, just give me a bit of a cuddle. Give us a smush. Sorry, mate. You got another fact. After the death of Pope Nicholas the Fourth in 1292, the Council of Cardinals spent nearly two years failing to choose an ex-pope. Finally, a hermit wrote an angry letter that God demanded they do their jobs and pick a pope. The cardinal selected the hermit as the next pope. A hermit pope, well. Wow. Well, do you know what Fred West's favourite song is? <laughs> I knew you found some. I'm ace with speeds. <laughs> I'm ace with speeds. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Last one. Okay. English people are comparatively not very The greatest fucking nation ever fucking created. <laughs> Oh, you gotta save the fucking queen. Oh, I'm Darren. Darren. Oh, Darren. <laughs> fucking go on, Boris. Come, gang. Brexit. The, the gambling. Fucking <laughs> Brexit. We want the will of the people. We want our fucking sovereignty back. No one took it away. We want to make our own fucking rules. In it. killed anyway. Fucking will of the people. People are fucking idiots. We're the people. We're lied to. It's all lies. He's a fucking commie. No, he isn't. What's he communism? He fucking supports the IRA. No, he doesn't. Fucking love. Too late now, anyway. It's anyway. all fucked. It's all fucked. Sorry, people mate. People voted the Nazis. 
Exactly, Jeremy. Not just people. <laughs> people oh. like Coldplay and voted for the Nazis. <laughs> I am willing to bend at the knee <laughs> and accept my corporate conservative overlords. <laughs> Help me climb the ladder, oh Bojo. Help me amass wealth and material possession. For this is all that matters when in the church of capitalism. That's it. Of which I am a willing, serving devotee. Send me some and fucking see. money. Listen, there you go. That's my impassioned speech. Vote for me. Vote for me when I'm more I'll fun. I'll do fuck all. Vote for me when I'm more fun when I made Paris. <laughs> On horseback. Yes. i got bad news for you, Ben. There's white people in Paris. It's not like Zulu. It's on fire or just take over. <laughs> Is it still on fire? There's not yeah. reporting it, are they? No, that's it. Just like they didn't report it's it. It's on fire with chest. that third army that comes in and just crushes everybody else. It's and okay, it's guys. Like mounted to the communist and fascist Chinese. You can just keep saying not my PM over and over again. It'll be fine. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. It'll yeah. work out for you. Sorry, Mike. We're, we're determined... To keep talking over this fact, aren't we? we are, yeah, Come on, sorry. Mike, give it to us. The English are comparatively not very full of shit. Really? English bowel movements are some of the smallest in the world. Wow. Well, because of our fucking horrifically bad diets. Yeah, probably. No. My shit is different when I'm in Italy. There's one thing I noticed. That's a fact. It's factual information for you. My shit is completely different. Different consistency, different colour, different smell. Completely different. I would agree with that. When I was in Poland, I had eaten Polish food all week. Mm -hmm. And the one night you went to visit a friend's house and there was a takeaway pizza, their mm. version of Domino's. Mm. And I shit my guts <laughs> that night. Yeah. I was going back to Western food. I was going back to that, that the fatty, grease. fatty, greasy, congealed mess as mm. opposed to home-cooked food. I shit the bed in Menorca. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Martin stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Had a dodgy lolly. Had a lollipop. And they say don't drink the water. <laughs> oh my god. I nearly died. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I shit the bed in Minorca. It's like a 90s dance track. I shit the bed in Minorca. Although, to be fair, I was only seven at the time. Oh, that's less exciting. Yeah. It's not like you went and out took ecstasy and got anally raped yeah. by a fucking tranny. Called Steve, who sold you some blow. No. You were seven. No. I remember, I remember you seven read your Thomas the Tank book and it scared you so much. You shut the bit. I don't but know. What concerns me about this, the worms, I think, is that for some reason Mike's held on to that memory from when he was seven and then felt the need to share it with us. Just at randomly. Point in time. I shut the bed. <laughs> Do you feel better now? Yeah, man? I do. <laughs> we were still this podcast oh. therapy. Man, you're going to have to pause it for I me. I laugh till I need to piss. I don't want to shit myself on microphone like my. You're going to have to pause it. I'm going to piss myself. Oh. <laughs> so that's the end of the show. On that, on that bombshell. <laughs> that's well, I'd love to say show. it's been fun. And we've had a few laughs along the way. We've had a few but... laughs. Uh, yeah. 
It was well done. Another you managed to out dark. Out dark last Christmas. Wasn't my pick. It was yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the task was to pick something darker than last year, wasn't it? I said John Bonet Ramsey. And remember last year we had jingle jangle. <laughs> How did it go? Jingle jangle bells. Jimmy smells a fresh corpse in the mortuary. I said to the nurse as I jumped in the earth, she might if I touch it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wrote that for last year's episode. Yeah. I thought, you know, well, I'm not wasting please. that. Some of my best material, then. <laughs> please, please go check out our Christmas episodes. Please don't. <laughs> we don't label them specifically as to what they are, so you have to read the description. We just say epi Chris Xmas episode. Uh, but, you know, well, we don't advertise what they are because it's dark. Merry fucking Christmas, you Merry cunt. dark Christmas. Yeah. We love every one of you, you cunts. Cunts is a friendly cunting term. It's like the, the Australians British. will understand that. Yeah, we love you, you cunts. Thank you for all your support. We will continue on, even if you don't want us to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we care. We, we don't do it for you, but we fucking love that you're listening along. It does make it more fun. Thanks. It's been fun. Mike? Yeah. Free Biff Talent. Sorry. Yeah. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. Merry Christmas. I'm going to say that I am, over the two years you were doing this, I am amazed that we have so many listeners around the globe. Mm. We are literally three people in a flat in Telford, UK, very... doing this. The fact that you people like us and find us funny while we well, get progressively more wasted amazes me. It we don't really know does. if they find us funny. They might be listening out of sort of morbid, sort of like, I can't believe how fucked up these people mm. really are. Yeah, well, either way. They're probably <laughs> laughing at it. I hope they are. Well, we're real, man. We'll just see who we are. We don't pretend yeah. to be anything else. We are don't. we real, though? Well, unless we're a simulation. Can you prove you, you don't know? Let's not get into that, that right now. There will be a future episode. Uh, well, yeah, of course. We are literally unscripted. We have notes. A few articles up. A few articles up. That is it for us. Everything else comes off the bat. So, yeah, thank you very much. I can't say thank you enough. Thanks for listening. I've been Ben. Don't drink the flavour aid and don't join the court. Good night. Bye. It was Brexit Eve, babe, in the drunk tank. An old man said to me, won't see another one I said thank God for that It's bad for me and you And turned my face away And dreamt of you Got out a lucky one Bloody Tory scum I've got a feeling This is not for me and you So happy Christmas I love this country I can see a better time When all our dreams come true
States of carpets and bars that cost rivers of gold. But with all this uncut, it's no place for the home. When you first cast your boat and you wanted to leave, you promised me riches were waiting for me. It was a handsome. Oh, pretty, you divided our city. When the, the lights finished playing, they held out for more. Boris was swinging, all the leavers were singing We cried in the corner as they danced through the night The boys of the CDC HQ choir were singing Made today And the bells will talk for us from Brexit Day Policies are just junk patients are almost dead and without a bed. You come back to my coat with just covered hanging. Happy Christmas you are, I pray God is your love. The boys of the Could have been someone. Well, so could anyone. You took my dreams from me when they first started you. I kept you from them, babe. Suppressed them for my own. Have to make it on your own. I built my dreams without you. The boys of the sea, eighteen thousand today and the bells will toll for us on Brexit Day.